0: Well, uh, good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. I'm assuming Jim will be here momentarily. There's still obviously (laughs) numerous uh, detours in Ann Arbor, and uh, due to the road construction, which is actually taking place in our great city, but not in many places in the state of Michigan, because... The state legislature won't act on the roads. So anyway, you are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And obviously a monumental week uh, in terms of uh, both Obama's legacy as president and the Supreme Court. Obviously the gay marriage uh, ruling that came on Friday. And uh, it's kind of funny. I forgot to actually write down the name of the case. But uh, this is going to go down in history as one of the landmark uh, rulings in in American history, consistent with uh, other important rulings uh, that led to Roe v. Wade. And the sad thing about this whole situation, I think there were 36 states that had basically, one way or another, uh, made... so-called gay marriage a legal thing, I think that the media has been remiss in talking about the role that Newt Gingrich and Karl Rove played in making this possible. And I don't know what the conservatives are complaining about. Uh, After all, Scalia and Alito can now get married. (laughs) Uh, I hope it happens.
1: (laughs) I'll have to make it a ménage à trois with Clarence Thomas, who's never far from Scalia's heel.
0: That's right. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I'm sure, would uh, be delighted to perform the uh, ceremony. But I think it's very distressing when we begin hearing calls from the so-called Christian fundamentalists in America that this is a you know, biblical heresy and the fight goes on. And I'm a little unclear how the fight is going to continue here. Uh, Barring a constitutional amendment, which uh, is impossible, because to amend the Constitution, you pretty much have to have the approval of 38 states, while 36 states have already approved gay marriage, so they're not going to ban it now. Uh, Marriage, of course, is a complicated concept. Uh,
1: It's uh, not as ancient as people believe. The European custom, the Christian religions, practice of marriage as a ritual only goes back to the medieval ages because uh, in medieval times it was a property right concern and peasants didn't need to worry about the legality of marriage they would have a ceremony but there wasn't a legal aspect to it the legal aspect of marriage is property
0: yeah and that of course is part of the you know the british tradition so to speak and it's obviously a complicated combination of a legal arrangement a religious ceremony and also a romantic concept so i think that some of the problems here uh, the confusion is about what the word marriage really means what it's really about and of course in uh our laws here in the united states um the legal aspects of marriage are important because of issues like adoption uh Transfer of property when there's a death in the family; mm-hmm. these sorts of things, and in in making the ruling, and obviously Kennedy was the swing vote. Uh, he had uh, voted a couple of years ago as the swing vote in um, declaring the Defense of Marriage Act unconstitutional. That was Newt Gingrich's contribution to this whole. Fiasco, if you want to call it that, in that in 1996, he thought that he could hurt Bill Clinton politically by ramming through this Defensive Marriage Act that would force Bill Clinton to either veto the bill and have it overridden by Congress because homophobia was rampant back then, or Clinton could sign the bill, which he did. And the theory being, well, if he signs the bill, that will hurt him with support amongst his gay friends in Hollywood and that sort of thing. And, of course, back then this was connected to the debate that was going on in the military about gays in the military.
1: The don't ask, don't tell fiasco, which was
0: sort of a weird imposition on everybody. Right.
1: (laughs) Nobody really asked for that policy.
0: Right. It was kind of a, a strange concept from the beginning, but that was what got Bill Clinton in. Um, deep doo-doo at the time, and obviously the political aspect of the Defense of Marriage Act, the the federal law that Newt Gingrich was involved in, failed. I mean, it didn't hurt Bill Clinton politically, and it certainly didn't help Bob Dole. And Bill Clinton was a practical man. He realized, okay, this is going to get overridden if I veto it. So, it's like Franklin Roosevelt signing the Neutrality Acts back in the 1930s. He just simply said, well, I'm opposed to these Neutrality Acts, but I'm not a fool. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to turn this into a political issue. Right Now, in Karl Rove's role in all of this is that he's the one that put this on the ballot in 14 states. It had worked well for the uh, GOP in 2000. I think it was on something like 10 states back then.
1: I guess we could call his procedures uh, using the old military term saber rattling. He was Bible rattling with the gay marriage issue.
0: Yeah. And the theory being that John Kerry will get hurt by this politically uh, because he supports gay rights. And uh, we'll bolster our turnout in these in these states. We'll get Bush's numbers up so that he can get 50% of the vote. And then we'll put it on a couple of key swing states like Ohio and Michigan and see if we can bolster Republican turnout. And I, of course, have always argued that Bush stole the 2004 election as well in uh, uh Ohio, because of the seven strange counties around Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, in which uh, it was jokingly called Gays for Bush.
1: Like the notorious Jews for Buchanan in Florida the previous go-round.
0: Yeah, there were were seven counties around the Cincinnati area, including uh, Hamilton County, where there were some very fishy vote totals that showed a complete contradiction. In other words, the no vote got m- more votes than Kerry did in these seven counties, which is very suspicious, to say the least. Because um, a lot of people wouldn't vote on an issue like that. A lot of people, when they go into the ballot box, just vote for president. They don't look at the initiatives. That's why you see discrepancies in vote totals coming in from elections. So anyway, I, it's just remarkable to me that we, you know we continue to hear Presidential politi- politicians or pro- prospective uh, presidential candidates like Bobby Jindal, who announced this week that he's running for president. Did you see the video clip where he's announcing to his kids? <laughs> I heard about it. But uh, he is it's a,
1: a. It's starting off with a bang.
0: <laughs> I don't know what this guy's problem is. He's, he is a strange man to say the least. <laughs> and well, he
1: and Chris Christie, who, by the way, plans to announce tomorrow, both seem like people who feel simply, well, I've kind of got to do this. Everybody's expecting me to do it. Neither has a chance in hell.
0: Right. And, and you wonder if some of these characters are just running for president to raise money. Obviously, Donald Trump doesn't need money, but he's already created uh, just one fiasco after another. I heard today, the late breaking news, he's been fired by NBC.
1: You've been fired.
0: (laughs) Isn't that a show? (laughs) And I thought, oh, well. And then, of course, he is threatening to sue NBC and uh, declares that he loves Mexicans. They give me lots of money, he says. Unbelievable. So uh, this, this, obviously, this landmark ruling on the gay marriage issue, you would hope it would be the end of the debate. But alas, it won't be. And I think it's unfortunate because the haters are not going to go away. I say it's time to move on. Let's do important things that matter, and this well, obviously course, helps.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, millions it's of about people, equality, thousands it's about of people,
0: equal rights. Yeah.
1: at heart is what this is about. the The term "gay marriage" even is is just a linguistic barrier to. The basic concept here which is equal treatment under the law sure this is, is all it's about and so as you say it's time to move on it's a big relief I think this will make life easier for lots and lots of people and that's what laws are supposed to do
0: and it's not a defiance incidentally of so-called Western political tradition uh, America is actually slow on this game this is being uh, approved and has been approved in most Western European countries uh, Russia? Huh. No. The haters need to go to Russia. Putin is on their side on the gay marriage issue. yeah. <laughs> as I'm sure our ISIS. <laughs> and I'm sure the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church is as well, even though he looks kind of silly with that little...
1: well, cap on. Pope Francis, on the other hand, yeah, as wisely uh admitted. Who am I to judge? Sure. You know, and, and obviously, you know, devout Catholics believe in the um, inerrancy of the Pope. Uh, there's plenty of people who went about with their use of birth control as Catholics, as stayed devout Catholics under Pope JP, two, who hated gay marriage. So I think, again, this just makes it easier for people who happen to be gay to go about living their lives
0: uh, with regards to whatever... Their day-to-day situations are. And as for the famous cases Griswold and uh, Loving, these were cited in the Roe v. Wade opinion by uh, Harry Blackman back in 73, fundamental rights to privacy. But both of these issues dealt with marriage issues. Griswold was the famous uh, birth control, um, shall we say, appeal. The state of Connecticut had banned a birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, unless quote, I, I even think they made an exception. You couldn't get it even prescribed from a doctor. So, if you will recall, Arlen Spector, when he was uh, sort of a sort of a let's say a dissenter within the Republican Party on the uh, abortion issue, he used Griswold as sort of a litmus test. Uh, I would hate to see gay marriage become a litmus test, pro or con. Uh, I I just hope we move on and and it's just sort of accepted. It doesn't need to be uh, rubbed in people's faces, I don't think. Uh, But it's just a recognition of a legal union. And as for the the issues of the romance, the romantic aspects and all of that, who cares? That's been going on for years anyway. Exactly. I mean, you can have a ceremony in the ARB if you wish. You can get married in the ARB. Uh, obviously, forcing priests to uh, perform uh, weddings, it's not going to happen. Uh, but it is going to force government officials to perform their function. And it's very troubling that the state of Alabama today, the state supreme court of Alabama, has halted marriages in that state for 25 days so that they can "quote unquote" study the opinion. Well, didn't you guys go to law school? <laughs> <laughs> well, once the Supreme Court of the land renders its decision, is that I...
1: sort of a that's it, right?
0: Yeah, you can amend the Constitution. That's your last that's resort. The
1: only other way, yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Uh, judge, judge Moore, there. by the way, apparently recused himself. He's the famous uh, Ten Commandments judge. He's the ah. chief justice of the Alabama Supreme Court, uh, well uh, known to be very outspoken against gay marriage. He did recuse himself, but uh, the other morons in the state of Alabama are apparently reading the ruling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I'd urge them to go look
1: at uh, books Samuel 1 and 2 and the special friendship between King David and Jonathan.
0: Now, I guess secession is a possibility. Uh, we've talked We talked a little you bit about that.
1: that. A little bit around, yeah.
0: We talked a little bit about that last week and some of the uh, nonsense about the Confederate flag, which is another uh, issue that I hope goes away. But uh, it won't. And... Uh, well, let's just give a brain damage award out to those uh, um, disagreeable Republicans that continue to uh, vow to continue the fight. <laughs> for the flag. For, A, the flag and uh, against gay marriage. I don't, I don't know where that's going for them. I don't understand how it works. Maybe a small island off the coast of Texas somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it will definitely... Help voter turnout in some of the reddest of red states. It's, you know, it's fascinating, by the way, that those are the states with the highest divorce rate. Those are the states with the highest welfare rates. Those are the states where abortion is restricted and curtailed in, in various instances. And the,
1: usually the highest numbers of
0: teen pregnancies. The highest gun deaths. And there's even a fascinating uh, chart from a couple of weeks ago, the June 11th edition of the New York Times, the geographic divide on family life in America. It's a fascinating uh, map of the United States of America showing that the uh, states that have the fewest uh, two-parent households Almost all red states. Mississippi, 32 percent. Louisiana, 36 percent. That's Bobby Jindal's uh, state, by the way. Arkansas, Mike Huckabee's state. He's been talking about gay marriage all weekend. Alabama, fourth worst, 38 percent. You know, so this and and the, of course, the states with the highest two parent families are all north of the Mason-Dixon line, so to speak, or west. Of the Mississippi River in the northern states. Fascinating that it would be Utah, Minnesota, Nebraska, New Jersey, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Iowa, and Idaho as the states with the most common two parent households. This is almost a perfect map of the abortion debate in the United States. So almost a mirror image. In other words, the states that have the most single-headed households, generally by women, uh, are in the red states. (laughs) Trapped, as it were. (laughs) So, that's... uh, my two cents worth on that, and I, I, I wish it would go away, but unfortunately it's not going to, and it's it's sad. It's sad, to, it's sad. to quote Ross Perot. <laughs> it's really, really sad. Well,
1: I, for one, have to throw in that I'm uh, disappointed in uh, Justice Roberts, who has previously averred that he would, whenever it was in the nation's best interests try to throw his vote in to lead to more 6-3 rather than 5-4 decisions.
0: Which he did in the Affordable Care. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, the day before.
1: This is an issue that uh, it's it's a moot point as far as the American people are concerned, as we've talked about numerous times on the show, sort of a generational shift thing. People under a certain age really could not care less about homosexuality. It's not an issue for them. They've known about it for years. They, you know, we all have friends who are gay. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. That's right. Everybody knows that. So uh, for uh, Justice Roberts to sort of squeamishly stay with the, well, I can't quite go there vote, Um, he's really voting his personal tastes and preferences rather than what's best for the country. What's best for the country is equal protection under the law. Let's move on. Uh But no, he votes with the haters and... uh
0: Voted it's with the haters and, of course, they all issued their own separate dissents. Uh, I think the thing that was most remarkable about Roberts's dissent was he said something to the effect of, who do these people think they are? Like, okay. And American citizens, maybe? It's apparently well established at this point, And I want to also make a note of this irony of American history. Anthony Kennedy... Uh, was, of course, the swing vote on the uh, on both of these gay marriage rulings over the last couple of uh, years. He apparently lives next to a gay couple. He eats dinner with them frequently. They barbecue together, that sort of thing. So he is well acquainted with uh, the actual reality of How this affects people's lives. Exactly. And it's ironic that he was even ever on the Supreme Court. Let's remember that Kennedy was the Bork man. Bork was defeated. And what defeated Ronald Reagan's second appointment? Marijuana. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) Douglas Ginsburg was appointed. He was a law professor.
1: Admitted to toking.
0: Toking with his students. Well, Ronald Reagan... Who was a sort of a zealot on the war on drugs that uh, has probably cost this country trillions of dollars in unnecessary uh, prison costs and social dislocation and all sorts of nonsense? Uh, couldn't allow him to be on the Supreme Court. So Kennedy, who was from California, became choice number three. And of course, Bork was defeated because of his role. In the Saturday Night Massacre, dating back to the Nixon years, he was the so-called acting attorney general who fired Archibald Cox after Elliot Richardson resigned.
1: On Nixon's orders. On
0: Nixon's orders, in protest, and the second uh, top official in the Justice Department, William Ruckelshaus, resigned as well to fine Nixon's orders. Bork ever the good German, hatchet man, at your service, complied. So it, it, there's an irony about the fact that Kennedy becomes the swing vote. And, you know, today, by the way, you saw the conservatives win most of the cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk more about the Supreme Court maybe next week, because there were a number of interesting cases today where the conservatives all did prevail. And Kennedy and Roberts were voting with... Uh, Uh, Alito, Scalia, and uh, Clarence Thomas. So I hope that Justice Scalia and Alito tie the knot soon. (laughs) I'll send them flowers and have them sing a Rolling Stones song.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You can't always get what you want. (laughs) But if you try. (laughs) Sometimes. You You get what you find you get what you need. That's right. Uh well, as far as you get what you need is concerned, uh I wasn't here last week of course. Uh it's it's been a kind of a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, ads. I did a
0: tirade about the Confederate uh Confederacy of Dunces. Right. Issue. And of
1: course, now it looks like uh I mean there's it's surprising really how quick well, not surprising how quickly retailers jumped on board uh a ban and a boycott of uh the Confederate flag image um but that the actual state house in South Carolina is is probably going to deal with this issue real quick uh but in a way this is all so superficial and disappointing because sure. what's really at heart here is America's legacy of race hate and our bizarre second amendment so-called freedom to shoot aspect of the constitution that uh, this is just another stupid tragedy. And okay, yeah, uh, the Confederate flag is well known as a a symbol of race hate. Uh, In Europe, for example, in Germany, uh, the Nazi flag was banned and any images of swastikas were banned after World War II. So what do fascist supporters do there? They wave a Confederate flag because they know it's uh, an equivalent symbol of uh, racial hatred. Uh, So yeah, by all means, let's agree the Confederate flag is a Image whose time has passed, and it's a museum piece. Uh, there's always going to be people who will nurse the grudge, and you'll know you you'll just have to get Confederate flag tattoos not on your arm anymore. You'll have to get tramp stamps of the Confederate flag or you know butt tattoos of it to hide it so people won't go, oh, look at the guy over there with the Confederate flag tattoo. That says everything you need to know, right? So uh, you're never going to be able to officially ever get rid of it. Simply by discouraging people to uh, not emblazon it on their sweaters and so forth. But that's just a superficiality. Really, this is about unquestioned uh, white privilege and the superabundance of guns.
0: Yeah, and the response to the the violence itself, you know, to say, well, we're going to solve this by taking down the flag off the, you know, after they'd moved the flag off the dome, the Capitol dome in Columbia, South Carolina, moved it to. Basically, a uh, separate pole. A separate pole in the front. And of course, one of the ironies being it was allowed to fly at full staff while, while the American flag was, was
1: half-mast for the victims of the shooting, right?
0: Yeah. And of course, I, I said to myself, well, you know, how ironic that this shooting would be taking place right in the midst of the Colorado trial, you know, the where on, the guy. Oh, the theater shooting. The theater shooting, who killed 12. Um or that the children and the teachers that were shot in Newton, Massachusetts, that didn't do anything about gun control. Right, yeah. There was some superficial talk about it for a while. But it—it it, I guess it took a massacre in the church to kind of maybe make people think about it. But what's the response? Gun control? No. Confederate flag control. <laughs> Bizarre. And um, disappointing. Uh, the. Confederate flag never should have been or shouldn't be flying in any of these state houses down south. They done lost the war. (laughs) They lost the war. And it's well established that it reemerged as a symbol, not as part of the Civil War heritage, but as part of their opposition to Brown versus the Board of Education. And as I pointed out, in South Carolina specifically, it was put up in 1962. And other than some Confederate victories on the battlefield i don't know what 1862 is celebrating the civil war started in 1861 (laughs) it ended in 1865 so you get an idea of what this was all about it's about strom thurmond and Mm -hmm. the dixie crap crap and it 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 needs to go away now it's maybe refreshing that some of these people have finally recognized that the confederate flag is a symbol not just of quote-unquote heritage that's that's the new word that they're using to justify the Confederate flag, but a symbol of racism and slavery, which is what the war was about. That's why the states seceded from the Union. South Carolina, that's where Fort Sumter was. That's what started, yep. you know, the shot heard around the world. Whatever. Yeah, it's uh, terribly disappointing, and. Um, The flag is still flying in South Carolina, last I checked. Well, the
1: governor has made a personal appeal down there to have it removed, and it it looks pretty likely that it it actually will happen sometime soon. Although I I found it uh, amusing uh, and somewhat sickening to note that one of the groups, the Southern Heritage Organization, so-called, that has voiced its defense of the Confederate flag is called the Coalition of Conservative Citizens. The CCC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm,
0: one of those C's is a hard one, so yeah. <laughs> no one will notice. No one will notice. Right. And, uh, yeah, I well, it, and, oh, and- Two of them are. Oh, obviously, I last week discussed the issue that the gun control debate will remain muted uh-huh. uh, because the Democrats know it's toxic. Hillary Clinton has actually made some comments about it, to her credit- But uh, I expect the comments to be (laughs) short-lived. And as for um, the the affordable health care bill that was uh, aspects of the subsidies that was upheld by the Supreme Court, that, of course, will be the major issue of 2016 domestically. Very like, yeah. Uh, Unless, of course, we have a financial crisis, which uh, could happen. Uh, Greece is apparently... uh, Unable or unwilling to make the $1.8 billion payment on their debt uh, due tomorrow. And there was a... It's been a run on banks. Run on banks. Uh, I don't think this is doing much for Greek tourism, because I don't know how tourists are going to get money out of ATMs that don't have any money left. Uh, But it's, uh, you know, Greece has some serious trouble. I expect the United States government may actually intervene here. Uh, this is, of course, this is a sad situation involving a lot of rich Wall Street people that are uh, worried about their investments. Some of them made rather risky gambles on the Greek, uh, on Greece staying in the euro. And uh, there's going to be a referendum next Sunday in Greece on this. Uh, the economic situation in Greece is apparently nowhere near as bad as Puerto Rico. Who knew that Puerto Rico would be defaulting on on debt? Uh, of 72 billion dollars but this is a payment due to the IMF okay let's get the people in the IMF and the big wigs in Europe to figure this out um squeezing blood out of a turnip turnip to use a famous colloquialism is not going to continue to work and obviously Greece's situation is is not good uh they import oil, they import pharmaceuticals, they import refined petroleum products. And what do they export? Fresh fish and cotton. <laughs> Who knew that they grew cotton in Greece? Uh, and, of course, they rely on tourism. But uh, hopefully something will get worked out at the last second to avoid a unraveling, as they say, contagion.
1: Well, it looks like we're about out of time for this week. Uh, You are listening to WCBN-FM
0: Ann Arbor, and Yazoo City Calling will be coming up next. Right here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and thanks to Andrew for engineering. German war is at an end. We may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing. After the war, new technology revolutionized the electronics industry television threatened to destroy radio but another invention the transistor made radio more important and useful than ever radio lives today as a vital medium for bringing news discussion and music to millions of listeners all over the world
1: you are listening to wcbn fm ann arbor
0: I suppose our youngsters would say cornball or square. And now, CBN and. Radio brings you... All the broadcast uh, uh, media can do to give them a sense of flavor. It's all vegetable. It's digestible. It's delicious and nutritious. Life-sized and ready to eat. It's made with real egg formula. And here's a nice-looking record package in from New York.
1: WCBN
0: America's ace of the airways that this instrument is good for nothing
1: but to entertain amuse